0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Good morning, Erica. Good
1: morning. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back.
0: <laughs> it does feel a bit like that. I do feel a bit rusty. I feel like I haven't been, <laughs> I haven't done this for so long.
1: Yeah, I feel all like, oh God, what is it I need to remember to do? I've, I've yeah. forgotten half the stuff, so there might be a lot of editing for you to do today.
0: <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is, well, it, it was all right until it really started and you didn't get the link, um, to join me and then mine bombed out so actually yeah you're right it could be a lot of editing (laughs) i love it (laughs) that's my penance for not doing (laughs) august (laughs) (laughs) it be all good be all good give me give me a quick i love this give me a quick round up what have you been doing over the summer
1: Okay, well, this is what I've just realised. As you said, we're recording. I was like, "Oh God, I need to think about what I've done." So, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a list this morning. I'm writing right so now. Going, it's short pictures. and sweet. <laughs> yeah, very. So, I have done. Uh, I went to go and see the athletics, the Diamond League athletics at uh, the Olympic Stadium with my niece. Excellent. Um, with the little one, we went to Buckingham Palace because that was where she wanted to go.
0: Oh, that was what I wanted to do this summer. Was it? Did do
1: it? Yeah. They, do you know what? It was really good. So the little one seven and they had the audio guide which initially she didn't want so I got one and then she took mine. But yeah. <laughs> they had a really good <laughs> kids audio guide on it so it had lots of activities oh, okay. for them to do but the things weren't too long so they lost interest. She really got into it and it made them really take notice of what's around them so it tell you a bit about the room and then you had to find things so it might be a bit of a picture or something that's in the cornice or do you know what Leeds Castle
0: do that as well
1: yeah it was really good really good for kids and she really enjoyed it and at the end there was like a dressing up bit um and then we went on to there's an ice cream shop called I think it's the ice cream project which Anya Hindmarch does every year Mm. Um, yeah. They do weird and wonderful ice cream flavors. So that's like a pop-up every summer that's not far from the palace. So We went there after. Oh. Do you want to know what flavors we tried? I do. Of course. Ketchup. Oh. Branston pickle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, ribena. It was ribena sorbet. We yeah. tried lemon curd, peas, pea sorbet, oh. um, rice pudding flavor ice cream. But yeah. they had all sorts of flavours. So they had like Cocoa Pops, soy sauce, sweet and sour sauce, crumpets. And they all taste pretty much exactly like what you think they would taste like. Really? But, yeah, but they're not disgusting. Um, and we ended okay. up buying a scoop of the lemon curd ice cream and a scoop of the rice pudding one because they were their favourites. Oh, you
0: my life. They try all the flavours. Oh, do they? So
1: that, yeah, you can go in and try samples of whatever you want. So you can try as much as you like.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice because, yeah, to buy a scoop of tomato sauce ice cream to find out that you're... <laughs> no, no, no. no. Like, you get given like a little spoon, but they're all sort of, I don't know if they're all British brands,
1: but they're all sort of brand name products that you would have yeah. heard of in a supermarket. Oh. So that's something different and a bit food-based. And Did it not fun. mess
0: with your head?
1: Not really. I didn't really? think so.
0: Well they all were they all kind of like coloured the colour that you would anticipate, you know, like Branston pickle was like a brown like a chocolate brown or something and
1: No, so the Branston pickle just looked like a normal vanilla ice cream kind of colour. Did it have lumps in it?
0: (laughs) Or was it (laughs) the smooth variety?
1: Smooth pickle. I don't think it had lumps in it. And the ketchup was definitely red and smooth. The ribena had little bits of berry in it. Okay, I could get but that tasted, one, I can get exactly that one. exactly like Ribena when it was a sorbet and the pea one was like bird's eye frozen peas oh and that God, tasted exactly like peas. I was like, oh, interesting. Like, it's that's not unpleasant, weird. but I'm yeah. not sure if I like it.
0: Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: I saw a really good exhibition at, oh, I can't remember where it was, some gallery by a photographer called Yvonne, who was... Um, around at sort of the turn of the century. And apparently she, we learnt lots about her. Neither of us had really heard about her, but she had the most incredible photos. Uh, yeah. She started around sort of the turn of the century. She lived in Bromley, so she was really local. And she has photographed so many famous people. I cannot oh, believe it. Really? It was like a story of her life and the story of how her photos evolved. So she got her own photography shop at a time when women wouldn't have been able to have their own businesses. Obviously, I think her family must have paid for it. But yeah. she, you know, started work sort of around, like, I don't know, 1910 or something like that. Um, oh. And then it was sort of the change from black and white photography into colour photography. And she'd done so many famous, really famous people, so many front covers of like magazines, so many film stars, so many that like, you're walking around. You're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And people that you didn't know what they looked like. So, uh, she'd had, she'd done A.A. Milne. She'd done, um, Judy. There's a picture in there of Judy Dench when she was about 30. Yeah. But she looks like a child. Um, like there's photos all the way back from the beginning of her career. She took, taken pictures of some of the quite famous suffragettes. She'd taken pictures of all sorts of like movie and poets and all sorts of things. Um, And I took a couple of photos because I was like, I cannot believe this is this modern or this old, really. So there was a picture of George Bernard Shaw, which she took in 1937. And I'm going to send you this picture now because I think this looks like it could have been taken yesterday. And the fact that this was taken almost 100 years ago. Wow. 80 years ago. Really blows my mind. That was from 1937. No way. It's incredible, isn't it? I think it's the blue lighting.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
1: Isn't it? There was a lot of really incredible, really modern-looking things. You're like, my God, these are like 70 years old, some of these pictures. You wouldn't
0: expect photography to be quite so sharp and so clear. and
1: No, and it was all done. It was when it was all being done on glass plates as well. So they had a thing at the end about how they developed the colour photography and how they used the three different plates. And you had to develop them in the three different colours. And obviously photographs are amazing and this was at a time where you took one picture and you spent all day developing it in colour. Yes. It wasn't like you could take
0: 10 and pick the best. You just went for it. I know. My dad used to do photography and it is (coughs) our old house. We used to have a dark room in the loft and he'd spend hours up in the dark room developing pictures. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so it kind of back in the day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she was an absolutely incredible photographer. There were some people that I really liked the sound of that she took pictures of, but she was a very modern woman. Yeah. Um, There's a picture of a lady called Jill Scott, and I'm just going to read you what it says next to her. Yvonne's camera paid witness to the relative freedom of the modern woman. Here, racing driver and aviator Jill Scott is depicted entirely in her distinctive cherry red racing attire. At the time, she had returned to the track after a long absence. Following a divorce from her first husband, popular in racing circles in the late 1920s and early 1930s, Scott, 1902 to 1974, was the Blondie. first woman to pass the 120 mile per hour barrier at Brooklands in 1928, earning herself a Brooklyn's 120 mile an hour badge to be displayed in the front of her car. Oh, my
0: life. So, what Brooklyn. a woman. woman. <laughs>
1: It's like on, at a time when women probably weren't even really allowed to wear trousers. Like no, <laughs> it's just That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. So she what was her name dogs. again? Uh so Yvonne is the photographer and the racing driver is Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Wow. Yeah. And there's a fantastic picture of her in her cherry red overalls with her red racing with her racing goggles over the top of her head. Okay. Yeah. There was lots of really, really interesting people. It was an excellent exhibition. Um, I've also been to watch a rugby match at Twickenham. I have been to see Haim live in uh, Victoria Park at the All Points East Festival. And I have done a demo on Cartoon Cakes at my branch.
0: Well done, you. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, what have you done?
0: (laughs) I tried to be quick. I know that wasn't... (laughs) Well, I'll try and be equally quick because, well, really, I mean, apart from doing wedding cakes, but we're going to go on to that later. Mm. So went on holiday for a week oh, to yeah. Yorkshire with the family. I uh, Could only do a week because I had a wedding cake either side, so it kind of limited us. But okay. um, it was really nice. We stayed at the bottom of Penny Ghent, so one of the three peaks. Okay. Although we didn't go, we didn't, we didn't go up it because the only days we had free – and it was like twenty nine degrees, and I, I'm not walking up that in this <laughs> heat. There's no way. So, but I mean, we did so much walking, so much walking, and uh, the dog thought he was just in his element, <laughs> so he was absolutely loving it. Um, one of the problems that I had before I went away was actually with um a wedding cake, and hmm. uh, it was. I, I you may have noticed this morning the humidity has been ridiculous. Yes. So I'll talk about it later but I did purchase a dehumidifier which I've currently got going upstairs because I've got roses and I want them to hold their shape and not wilt. Yeah. Um I did I did go did go and see Mission Impossible at the cinema. Um 3 hours long. I did enjoy it, but three hours long, and it's part one. of oh. my life!
1: I went to go and see Barbie at the cinema as well. That was very good. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. see,
0: that was that was also on. I wanted to go and see. Well, no, that was third on my list. I wanted to go and see Oppenheimer, but I still haven't got around to that one. Oh, um, I did a trip to Winchester to go and collect the keys for my daughter's return oh. in a week's in a week's time. So she's yeah. moved out of halls and she's moved into a flat with three other people okay hasn't got a clue who they are so that'll be fun Uh does she know them nope okay Okay. (laughs) it did it did start she was moving in with a friend the friend decided that she didn't want to move in but they got to know um the girls that were in there one of the girls was moving out anyway one was staying but then one decided to move out so now she's in there with Three of them, but there's two boys, two girls. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Might be ni- quite nice going in with people that you don't know. Yeah, I think so. um, Had the trauma of uh, my son getting his GCSE results. Oh, yeah. Yay! No, he did really well. did really okay. well. Uh, oh, I can never remember the thingies. The thingies Because um, it's all eight. It's all numbers, isn't it? So he got an eight, four, sevens, two, sixes. No, one, six, two, fives. And a distinction in his BTEC. Oh. so he so because we're recording on the day they've all gone back to school yeah so he has now changed schools okay. um and he's left there and he's gone to uh grammar school to do his a levels mm. so I, i've got no idea how that's gonna <laughs> <laughs> on the basis that he thought he was going to get there in 15 minutes this morning and there's no way so you know <laughs> we work on it we can work on it yeah um had my first um, plumbing experience over okay. the summer. Uh well my Husband was away. Well, it was fine. Um, well, no, it was. Well, it was in the end. What happened was so, our bathroom has been falling to pieces for quite a long time because <laughs> we've had leaks in the shower, which yeah. has kind of gone through the wall into the hallway. Anyway, we ripped it out last year and it needed to dry out, but then haven't got around to kind of sorting it out. So, we got to the point where you had a hose attached to the tap and lent over the bath, and that's how we were showering. Oh, Sam. I know. I know. But we've been doing that for a year, honestly. Okay. Uh, We've got the bath, you know, but I'm not into baths anyway. uh, So my son decided that he was going to go and have a shower and obviously got very annoyed with it because what they do is they put the the hose on, turn the taps on, but the pressure's too high, so it pushes the hose off. Yeah. And after the fourth time of doing that, he actually ripped the tap off. Oh, God. So... (laughs) So we had no tap. So I was quite impressed. We did manage to um, isolate the water after we had it pouring through the ceiling in the kitchen for a moment.
1: Okay. And,
0: uh, yeah, I good job I know where the stopcock is. And, um, yeah, we did, we did manage to disconnect it and stop the water, which meant we had water for the rest of the house, but we still didn't have a tap, which meant no one could have a shower. Um oh no. So where we've done – all the plumbing ourselves in our in our house.
1: Yes. And replace like the bathrooms and the kitchen ourselves. Every single yeah. tap has got one of the flexi connectors on it that's got a little off.
0: Yes. Thing. I know. Yes, we have those. <laughs> but they've been on there for over 10 15 years, so they're okay. properly welded. Okay. So we really struggled and because it was behind the pedestal sink in the bathroom uh, the yeah, space yeah. was minimal so you can you can watch all these lovely things online and they show you with brand new connectors and brand new stuff and of course yeah. it just falls to pieces like 15 and everything years and of lime scale inside is yeah. different, isn't it and then they have like plenty of room to work with we had like hardly any so mm. anyway uh fortunately there's a friend down the road and um he came a couple of days later i bought went out and bought a, a tap and everything i was like right we're doing this <laughs> and uh, And then we got to the point where actually we couldn't because there were specific tools we needed. We we just couldn't get the angle with the tools that we got. Oh, okay. Um, So he comes down and said, it'll only be five minutes. He works in plumbing. It'll only be five minutes. Two and a half hours later, and that was three of (laughs) us, three of us in the bathroom doing it. (laughs) But anyway, we do have a tap now. Everyone can be reassured (laughs) that I am clean again. (laughs) I now now have someone coming around to give us a quote on redoing the bathroom. (laughs) Let's uh, push that one along. Um, I have done absolutely tons of walking this summer, Mm. mainly because of the dog. But you know uh, yeah. we've we, we've been kind of like, obviously I do an hour in the morning, and I was doing an hour in the afternoon, but now it's kind of like gone from an hour in the morning to two hours in the afternoon, so I'm out at least three hours a day, I've been mean, walking at the minute, oh wow, which has been really nice, yeah. um but uh that will probably come down a bit now, because obviously we're back to school, and yeah, time is never quite on your side. We'll see. Mm. We'll see. It's been really nice because have been walking in woodlands and ancient woodlands. Okay. And it's have you really been exploring really nice. a bit. Well, kind of. Yeah. It's, 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 it's helping me with the current <clears throat> project, but I can't say anything until okay. later. That's fine.
1: <laughs> in a we'll few episodes,
0: time. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, yeah. And I've been and done a bit more teaching. been uh, Doing a bit of private teaching for oh, yeah. a friend of mine who has got a studio. Last Thursday, I went down there and taught roses, um, which was absolutely lovely. Uh, it was it was just with one lady. Ended up mm. with her daughter as well, but it was a lot of work. We did a bit of royal icing and we did make roses. That's a tall order in one day. Yeah, that is a lot. It's- <laughs> You know, we start. We started with roses, and I thought, crikey, it's already two o'clock or or something, and we hadn't even started the royal icing. But (laughs) it was quite quick because she she'd she'd done like piping buttercream and things and playing with uh, royal icing before, so actually transferable skills. Yeah, it was just more about making the templates and stuff. Okay, so that was good, and hopefully, I'm going back there in November to teach my peony as a class. Lovely. So that would be really nice. Yeah. And, of course, my, my new classes start, oh, next Monday. So the 11th of September, and I have a full class. So yeah, that's, that's nice. It is. It's very lovely. It's very lovely. I've got a couple of newbies coming along. And, uh, yeah, so uh, currently there's 12 of us. Oh, very nice. Yeah, well I done. know. I know. That's really nice. Um, and that's what I've been up to. Right. in a nutshell <laughs> in a nutshell yeah, um, yeah. so uh, new stuff yeah <laughs> shall I do my couple and
1: then you can go, go. for all the ones that you've got <laughs> I, I've not found many this month, tables have turned go. Um, yeah, makes a change so I've seen a couple of things in shops and mm-hmm. one of them was that Hobbycraft seem to have brought out their own brand of sugar paste now
0: yeah. Um,
1: it comes in the small 250-gram packets, which are selling at £1.80 each. And it's in a small range of colours. It is the softest icing I have ever felt in my entire life. <laughs> it, it. I mean, I know it's during the summer, but it's in an air-conditioned shop, so it shouldn't be that soft. And it's like Play-Doh, quite honestly. I took a video, because it was so soft, of me so I'm bending it through the packet and you can literally, even though it's a small packet hold it in your hand and fold it in half with one hand in the packet. That is how soft it is. So I can't imagine that it's much use for covering anything with unless you are doing something very sculpted. Um, yeah. I don't know how it would dry, but I presume if it's that soft, it probably doesn't set that well.
0: I don't know. But It looked like it could drip. You could just hold it in your hands and it would. Yeah. And it's, it's, it says
1: fondant icing. I mean, I don't, it doesn't appear to be like the English fondant type thing, like fondant fancies where it literally would drip. This is a sugar yeah. paste, but yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Possibly for the direst of emergencies. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah. Maybe not.
1: I don't, and I, I'm next to it was some, I can't get my words out, next to it was a packet of Renshaw's. So I sort of did the same squish with that. And that was considerably firmer than the Hobbycraft one. So yeah, just, I think Renshaw's is soft anyway. This was like twice as soft. And the other thing mm. that I saw was Sugar and Crumbs and also another brand called Ingenious Edibles. This was when I went into my local cake shop. Uh, they've both got concentrated icing sugar. So where I'm going to talk about Sugar and Crumbs, but... The same thing applies to Ingenious Edibles. These are 50-gram packets of flavoured icing sugar. And where Sugar and Crumbs used to do their 500... or well, probably still do their 500-gram packets of flavoured icing sugar, this is like a concentrated shot that you add to regular icing sugar, which then gives you the equivalent of that 500-gram packet. So yeah. you add the 50-gram shot to 450-grams of plain icing sugar, and then you then have a 500-grams of the flavoured icing sugar. Uh, it seems to retail at two ninety nine, and it it says used for exactly the same things. So perfect for buttercream frosting, meringue, fudge, macarons, cheesecake, and chocolate. So it's exactly the same as their big packets, but these are just much smaller because it's fifty grams. So they are reducing their shipping costs, reducing the amount of plastic they're using in their packaging. You know, it's probably a lot. Actually, I get it. It makes sense. friendly to make the packets smaller and lighter because. Mm. Most people who are doing cakes will already have icing sugar in their house. And if you don't want to make up the whole packet, it looks like you can probably make up less because it looks like it's got a, um, you know, the, the plastic closures on the top that you press together. Yes. It's got one of them. So you wouldn't need to make up the whole bag if you didn't need to. And then you're not stuck with half a bag of something that you're not really going to use. You're only stuck with a small amount and you've got all your regular icing sugar that you could do whatever favour you want. So I think in some ways it's less wasteful. But equally, if you are going to use the whole big bag, it's probably cheaper to buy one that's ready flavoured up because the yeah. big bags are only 50p more. And mm. I've not managed to get 500 grams of ice and sugar for 50p ever. So <laughs>
0: no, <Nope. laughs>
1: I think you're looking at about a pound for one of them. So mm. it depends how you're going to use it, I guess. If you're looking to use the whole bag, maybe it's not the best way to do it. But Yeah. Equally, it's a much smaller packet and it's lighter to ship and you can get more in a box. So I guess
0: they'll phase out
1: the other I one. I presume so. It would make a lot of sense for them to do it because it's unnecessary packaging and bulk that's traveling up and down the country, isn't it? When yeah. you can source ice and sugar at any supermarket. Mm. So. I get that. Yeah. So there is that. Um, the one by Ingenious Edibles was slightly cheaper. My shop was selling it at £2.25. But it's yeah. the same fifty gram bag and does exactly the same stuff, used in exactly the same way. Were the flavors the same? Uh they didn't seem to be. They didn't have a lot of flavours in the shop, but they on the website it seems to be their regular flavours that are also available in the little flavour shots.
0: Okay. Hmm. So yeah. Interesting. Yes. Takes up less space in your cupboard as well, doesn't it? Well, (laughs) there's always a plus side somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) What have you got? So, first of all, I found a note from Fay Cahill, um, which she was notifying notifying everybody that her – so her luster dusts were previously managed by Caker's Warehouse, and she's obviously decided to take back control of her product. So now it's under her sole control, and any questions about her lusters, go to cakes at fayecahill.com.au. Oh. Um, So, uh, well, it's good for her because she doesn't have to pay a cut, does she, now to... No, and her luster are lovely. I think they're the best. I haven't found anything yet that I like to compare to. Yeah. Um, Yeah, she's mastered it. She really has. Mm. Um, So, Adventures in Cakeland... Yvonne uh, Donald has created – she said she's been doing this while she was uh, over COVID and stuff, and she's been dabbling. Oh, yes. um, She's now released her Cake Business Order Form book, which is £12. It's a weekly baking planner. There's 248 pages, and it's about 19 centimetres by 23 and a half. So it's a good size,
1: okay. um,
0: and you can get it on Amazon. I like the fact she's done it in three different colours, so it depends on what your fancy is. <laughs> but I quite I quite like it. And it's not dated like 2013. I'd like to... 2013? Uh, what year am I in? 2023? <laughs> Good job it's not dated 2013, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise it might be slightly reduced. <laughs> We'd be knackered. Um, I... I kinda of like it's not dated, so presumably you don't have to roll one out year after year like you do a diary. Yeah, yeah. Um I'd like to see inside it. Yvonne, show us inside it. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what I want to see the inside.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want to see. Not the on inside. that on
1: the social media. Yeah. It's by Cake and Cup Cakery Publishing if you're looking on Amazon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just put I just put in the uh business cake order form and it came up. Uh, so, yeah, I want to see inside. Um, the oh, Sugar Flare, or I'll tell you what, this one really confused me. So, Sugar Flare have released a new Colourflex oil-based Color Flex oil based food colour. Okay. Okay. So, it's retailing at $4.99. I was trying to have a look for it on Cake Decorating Company and Cake Stuff, and I really struggled. So, there seems to be other color flex paint and other bits and bobs and i i don't know i just kind of got really i confused. found it on cake stuff i found it on cake stuff it's 416 and it's a 15 mil yeah. bottle but there's also paint and there's other bits and if you put in color if you if you go into the search bar and put color flex it comes up with smart flex oh yeah, yeah um so honestly I kind of got to the point where I was scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and I got fed up. Uh, I did persevere. I couldn't find anything on Cake Decorating Company. I know, I found it on Cake Decorating Company via Google. Okay. See, I went into Cake Decorating Company and then tried to find it. Couldn't. Okay. What are they selling it at Cake Deck? Uh, RRP 450 being sold at £4.45, so a whole 5p off. Wow. Okay. Um, then, so that comes in a range of colors if you if you want to go and find sugar flare. Um, Natalie Porter uh, has, from Immaculate Confections, has added a couple of her brushes to her existing collection. So the one thing I really like about her brushes is that they've got white bristles. Mm. And so when you pick up the dust, it stains the brush, that color. Because dark bristles is fine, but you try and find you can't always find the brush that you want. Whereas these are so easily identifiable after starting to dust with them. Yeah, Um, I suppose it
1: depends. If you want to keep one brush for one color, then you can absolutely see what color you've been using with it, can't you?
0: Yeah, I've never found I've never found a good brush that you can go from one color to another color. Yeah, I mean you always pick up unless you're going to clean them in flour. And I don't, so I just keep all my brushes for the for the colours that they are. Okay. Um, but she's got like a chiselled one, clean them on which is quite good and for roll getting it inside the worst a of it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then she's added a medium-sized dusting brush, um, which actually is really good. I've I've purchased. I did. Um, she did a she did a discount when she launched them. A couple of weeks ago mm. and I told my class about them so I did a mass order um, oh, of dusting brushes actually yeah. I took a photo and I'll send you over the amount of dusting brushes <laughs> that I actually bought um, I should actually put this post this because it was, it was quite funny I thought um, dusting brushes can you want um, <laughs> yeah. I just look very enthusiastic <laughs> You're starting up a shop again yeah <laughs> There you go. I'm sending you my, uh, and I've arranged them in uh, sizes and everything because I'm a bit weird like that. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's quite the uh, quite the haul. It is quite the haul. They're not all for me. Can I just add? I, would I do hope have... so no. <laughs> and I like, like the fact that like there's a couple of shapes
1: so you've only got like one or two or three, and there's one that you've got about thirty of. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the two. So if for me. I recommended my students, having got several sets of hers, um, the ones that I use the most are the medium and the small, no, sorry, the small dusting brush. But now she's added the medium dusting brush. To me, that those two are the perfect combination. Okay. Uh, So I, obviously I'm talking flowers here. Yeah, yeah. So, and as we're doing roses, that's what I recommended my students to get, hence the reason that there's quite a lot. And then I had um, three that wanted a full set and then I added a few more in myself. (laughs) As As I'm ordering one. Yeah, (laughs) it would be rude not to. and then so then we've got a couple more books. It's been it seems to be a time for books. Yeah. Um, so Zoe Hopkinson from Zoe's Fancy Cakes has been um chatting about her new book. This is a book, can I say? Bless you, Zoe. I remember talking when she used to come to the shop <laughs> about doing. So okay. it has been a long time in the creation and she spent a long, long time on it. So I'm kind of quite excited by the fact that it's now out and I sh- should imagine it's perfected down to a T. Yeah. Um, but it's, she, she doesn't anticipate it's going to be quite out, which is what she wanted for Cake International. So it's at the beginning of November. Um, but it will be out soon and you can pre-order it. Um, it's a hardback book and it costs 40 pounds. Um, and I think there's a fiver PMP. I I think it will be really good. If you are figure modelling and you, you know, I kind of anticipate, there's a lot of step-by-step guides and she is just the whiz at figure modelling.
1: Yeah, and if you look on her website, you've got some little previews and it shows you some of the people. So what they've yes. mocked up as the cover is like a 1950s pin-up girl sort of mm-hmm. look. Uh, you've got a little teenage boy with a skateboard. You've got an elderly couple on a bench um you've got the sort of 1950s um rock and roll dancer again in various different poses standing sitting on the floor sitting with her legs dangling over something and you've got a kid playing football you've got a teenage girl on roller skates sitting down you've got a little girl at the beach you've got a baby with some blocks and you've got a little baby sleeping on like a newborn baby sleeping on a cloud so you've got some nice previews of what will be in
0: the book Yeah. Yes, I'm quite excited to see that. Yeah, I think
1: they're lovely characters um, as well. She's got
0: yeah. a very nice style. Yeah, she has done if you go on uh Zoe's Instagram, she she's done some live chats as well about the book. So okay. she does show, she, you can see some of the actual characters that she's made as well. Um she shows you. They're lovely. So they look really cool. Um and then from an, one book to another book. Uh, which is from Bronya, at the business of cake making. Uh, so she's bought out a book uh, with love and buttercream, um, which is released on the 12th of October. It's £22. And I have pre ordered one because Aww. I. But well, do you know what, though? Those girls are really good at flavours. Yeah. And. I've listened to their podcast about developing flavors and stuff um, because I needed to do. I I did a, a Darjeeling tea um, oh. cake for August, uh, for one of my wedding cakes, and I used the background knowledge of, of theirs to okay. develop it. And I thought, do you know what? I just you know I think that there's going to be a lot in there that's Will really interest me, yeah, and and I can use. So, thank you very much, Bronya. I look forward to. Oh, I think um, i I want a signed copy. Love. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's signing <laughs> well, copies. You need to
1: order before the twentieth to receive a limited hardback book signed and personally sent by Bronya.
0: Yes, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> no precious, um, and then. Uh, Are we at the end? Oh, I think I'm at the end of my list. Yeah. I'll be pleased to know. But I've just remembered that actually it's not quite the end of my list. Okay. um, Because you and I are featured in this month's Delicious Cake magazine. Oh. (laughs) Which is really great, but I'm trying to get into it and I can't.
1: (laughs) Well, don't try and get into it now in case you crash Lancaster again. We'll just
0: have to... I don't think I could crash it possibly anymore, could I? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, I'm into, I'm trying to find my um, thing. Anyway, we're in there and Aww. I will uh, try and log in. For some reason, I can't even find the email link to log in, but... <laughs> I'll try and log well. into that. I did, <laughs> yeah, I know. I did send you an email this morning. Um, it's probably not come through to you either.
1: <laughs>
0: it hadn't. But so, sound no. email with be the link to record. And 45 minutes
1: later, I still haven't got the email. So, yeah, you know.
0: we're not doing very well, are we, at the moment, with um, links and stuff. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I sent you a little um, download the magazine here. Uh, I sent you a little um, doodah. Okay. Uh, which Thank has you. a badge that we can oh, link oh, to lovely. our page and stuff. So okay. I did forward it to you. Let me know if you don't get it okay. and I'll resend. Thank you very much. Um, right. Okay. I'm going to stop talking now. Well, no, you're not. You're just going to talk <laughs> oh, about something different. Oh, it's right. I forgot about that. Because <laughs> this is all you, really. Yeah, I know. This is. Uh, have you done any cakes this
1: summer? I don't think so. I might have done one. I'm trying to think. I think I did do one. Oh, okay. Uh, It's not a wedding cake. It's a, so this is meant to be a reflection on wedding season. I did a celebration cake for
0: my friend's grandson who I've made like virtually every cake he's ever had. Oh, bless. But, okay, so I know we were going to talk about wedding cakes, but have you, on doing that cake and you look back, is there anything that you change and redo or do differently?
1: Um, so I've had problems, but there, it, it's not <laughs> so you really... you can't talk about those
0: right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not really the kind of problem where uh, it would necessarily repeat itself. So he wanted some manga thing, which right. I got a pick. Monkey D. Luffy. Who? have heard of him. Yeah, I'll send you the picture. So okay. I did the cake, that was fine, and I ordered a topper. Yeah. Because there was one on Etsy that had loads of nice characters on. You could get their name put on it. I was like, oh, perfect. It's only like two or three pounds. Print at home. Ideal. And then that is where my problem started. So (laughs) um, I have gotten, I bought a new printer because my old one, the cartridges are awful. So the new one I've bought is an ink tank printer. So you fill up these tanks with a liquid ink and it's so much cheaper than buying ink cartridges.
0: That's what I've got. Yeah. I cannot tell
1: you. Problem is my computer is Apple, my uh, printer oh, no. is not Apple and my computer does not recognise the fact that there is any ink in the printer whatsoever. So you all joking? it will do is print in black and white. It doesn't even give you the option to print in colour. It's not even on there as an option you can turn on because it doesn't think the printer has any colour ink in it. So oh, I can only no. print from my computer in black and white. I can print from my iPad, but I can't physically attach my iPad to the computer. I have to like airdrop and I couldn't make it work. Like it just wouldn't connect. And I was going to get a new iPad anyway. Uh, so I eventually managed to make it connect. I spent an hour and a half trying to make these damn things connect to each other. Eventually did it. Um Oh sorry, I gave up on the first day. I went yeah. to the shops and I bought a cable to connect the two. Yeah. And then that wouldn't work either because that wasn't the right thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, okay, I need to figure this out. Went back to all the manuals, went back online, like YouTube, try and figure out how the hell to do it. Eventually made it connect. And then it said, Can't print because the resolution's too high. It's like what no. is this? <laughs> so it was basically because I was trying to print I'd gone the wrong way around and I had to download some like HP print app and because I hadn't gone in it the right way, honestly, I spent about four hours and about £10 trying to print this like £3 topper.
0: Oh my life.
1: Like the day before it was being picked up, I'd managed to do it, but only on I'd bought a new tablet, which I was going to do anyway, because my old one was very, very slow. And I managed to print from the new one in colour. It managed to connect. I managed to print it without the issues about the size. I was like, hallelujah. Thank Um. God. But in all of that, I now have the hang of connecting to the printer very quickly because I've had to do it so many times. (laughs) In some ways, I have learned a lot. And in other ways, I've learned absolutely nothing. Um, But the issue was not with the topper. The topper was really good. It took a very long time to cut round. I didn't factor that in because it's very detailed. It's got a lot of edges and shapes around the edges. I said, you yeah. a Did you get it?
0: I did. It looks quite impressive. Yeah. So uh, it was a lot of
1: cutting out. So yeah. That, that little, I'm going to do a quick topper and buy it because it will save me time and energy. I probably spent about eight hours and 20 pounds on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. <laughs> no, it does look good. Yeah. It does look good. Yeah, well, so I I thought I'd I'd just write a, a few things down. So kind of this is me reflecting back on the wedding season okay. and the kind of do's and don'ts or not do's and don'ts, but what I've learned from things that have happened and what i ch- what i have changed and i'm going to change okay. if that makes sense yeah, because yeah. i think it's pointless actually doing stuff and then kind of looking back and not changing stuff or yeah, you know yeah. uh, to make you a bit more efficient um so i, just, I was going to say that my wedding season started in may but actually it started before then kind of like february march when i recontacted all of my couples and had a quick chat with them and designed their cakes because some of them some of them already designed some but most weren't yeah uh, because they booked me in and then you know haven't until you've got all your decor and your colors and everything it's hard to design a cake without that yeah so i had to design all of those except i did manage to forget one couple um which (laughs) yeah which wasn't a problem, obviously, because we were back in February, March. Um, and the reason that I'd forgotten was because we she'd sent me very specific pictures of what she wanted. Mm. So it only needed tweaking and kind of it was one that I want to say was already put to bed, you know, it was ready to yeah, go yeah, type okay. thing. Okay. Anyway, she sent me a message saying, When are we gonna chat to um to you know, sort the cake and whatever. Like, oh, oops. <laughs> I we <laughs> oh, yeah. really need to change. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so I messaged her. Oh, I'm just contacting everyone now. <laughs> <laughs> You're next on my list. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. I oh, know it's terrible, isn't it? But obviously, you know, remain professional. Uh, so, so that was number one. Was like sort out your uh, your your um, filing. and stuff so So now what was your system before did you well my system before was very bad so it was all on the it was all on the laptop um all five they're filed so I have files of like the year of weddings and then I have the months okay um and then within that I have the couples and I have all the documentation which I kind of thought I will be you know environmentally friendly and I will keep it all on there like that but for me it doesn't work no. i need a paper copy i Same. need to see things printed off so yeah, i will
1: never go into the computer and look stuff up i need to be able to access it more quickly which is yeah. something on paper
0: yeah so i so i went and i bought some wallets and i now have everything i have a file for every couple Um, with a great big front page which tells me their name, where they're getting married and the date they're getting married and then I put all of those in date order and they stack on my shelf so the next one Mm. I pull out is the one that I need
1: So just a little question about your wallet,
0: are they like the plastic pockets with the popper on them? I will send you a photo um, but don't post it not yet presumably it has someone's wedding details on it (laughs) it does (laughs) (laughs) so um it's it is yeah it's just uh hang on a minute i've got to work out how to use computer technology again there we go right so that's my next wedding coming up oh okay so these
1: are like the little miniature ring binders
0: they're those Yeah, they're the very flimsy kind of yeah. plastic ones. Um, but I can reuse them, so I can take them. Yes. They don't take up much space. Um, and I love the green because I can find it. And, yeah. um, and basically then I have inside, I have the initial consultation details. Um, I have the drawing that I've done for them and any other information. Okay,
1: what I was going to say about the plastic pockets was if you wanted to reduce how much printing you're doing, you can write on all the plastic in the Sharpie and then when you want to take it off, take it off with nail varnish remover and it comes right off. Oh, I see. So if you don't want to print covers every single time, you can just write. You could write over the white bit on the spine in a Sharpie and then take it off with nail varnish remover.
0: Oh, yeah. Do you know what though? I wouldn't see it.
1: <laughs> this, no. this is really in your face.
0: <laughs> this is really in your face. I mean, it's only yeah. a sheet of paper that I've slotted yeah, into yeah. a plastic wallet. Um, but yeah, I can't miss it. So, so that was my first, um, change. Uh, and then it kind of, there's a few changes that I made. So I made a wedding cake in May, um, uh, which was navy and silver. Really mm. enjoyed making it. Um, but I had to go and visit a florist. Um, I can't remember what was happening, but I know that I, oh, because the, the bride wanted to have foliage on the hoop. Mm. I had to set up very early on that day because I I can't remember. I was having to go somewhere else. Excuse me. So, to make, for my sanity, I wouldn't do this all the time, I drove mm. to the florist who was, yeah. I don't know, from me, Gravesend to Dartford, not that far, mm. but anyway, but a bit of a hassle on a Friday night before the wedding. Um, and she was the night putting, before? They, no, I wanted to put the hoop, I wanted to put the foliage on the hoop the night before. Okay. So I could go down because the thing was, it was a hoop, so it sat in... The stand, mm-hmm. and although she said, Oh, don't worry, I can just wire it up when I get there. I'm like, You're not wiring anything near my sugar flowers. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> they've paid <laughs> substantial, you know, good money and for you their can't just um, up some water. Like, no, and I wouldn't be there to go back or anything to do anything. Yeah. So, I thought for safety. I'll do the, you know, go out of my way and go and collect, uh, go and get the hoop wider up from her. Mm. And then I can just go down, set it all up. Everything's done. No one needs to touch anything. Um, However, um, I I went over, and it's not very often that this happens, but I was really disappointed with the foliage. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, I'm sending it over to you. I was disappointed with the way that it was put on. It wasn't – my design was completely different, and it looks like it's just randomly splattered. Um That doesn't go with it at all. Like, no. one um, of those this... bundles needs – the top
1: bundle needs to be the other way up.
0: Yep. Do you know when you just, like – she'd already started it, and she'd go, oh, I thought, oh, no. And I'd, I'd seen the um – she'd sprayed all of the flowers for the wedding blue, and the, the the wedding was navy, and these look royal uh, anyways. I mean, yeah. the, the bride and groom were happy. That's all that matters. But off the back of that, I have now gone out and bought artificial foliage. Mm-hmm. And if someone wants foliage on there, I'm going to wire it up, and I'm yeah. going to put it on how yeah, I want it.
1: That does not go – it doesn't look nice the way it's done. It's just yeah. not a nice shape. In fact, there's no
0: real shape to it at all. No. Okay, so that was. Um, I wonder if I've got the. If I've, I'll find the picture that I drew, and I'll send it over to you so you can compare what I wanted. And I wouldn't mind, but oh, here it is. Well, um, I would oh. imagine if you've got a hoop, you'd want it to follow the line of the circle at least. <laughs> well, right. This is this is <laughs> what I wanted, yeah. and actually, it wasn't even eucalyptus. I'd put Ruscus. Okay. Um, so, oh. Uh, because it's an actual florist uh allegedly <laughs> <laughs> i'm not uh i'm not saying anything i mean i can see what they've done in the
1: what you've drawn mm-hmm. it's very clearly working out from a center point and that it just sort of goes up and down the hoop yes But what they've done is taken a bundle of foliage like literally in their hand and just and attach it, it, it in the middle like you're tying a bow Yes. Yeah. So um, in some ways it comes out from a center point but it's nothing like what is in
0: the picture. Not anything like I envisaged. No. Anyway. We put that one to bed. You know, I did my I did my bit. Mm. She kind of did her bit. But again, get what you pay for, maybe. Yeah. Uh moving on. So, June then came and I had... Oh, this was another (laughs) another traumatic one. Um, So, I had a four-tier cake, which was very, very personal. um, Had a lot of work on it. Actually loved making it. It had picture frames on the front. Um, And uh, so, this one had... um, but oh, I think I probably told you the place where I'm, they got married, uh, got a first date. Um... I'm really
1: glad you've said this because I've had these pictures in my to post folder. I was like, I don't know what they're of. I don't know when they're from. I don't know how long I've had them. It's like, do they relate to something that's coming up?
0: Have we talked about them? Right. <laughs> <I'm glad>. Well, <laughs> listen, <laughs> this one. Um so i'd i'd made the models months in advance i'd made all of the picture frames uh, months in advance i took everything down on the day stacked on the day it was 32 degree heat <laughs> nice. um the beautiful beautiful venue had glass <laughs> doors three quarters of the way round it might actually have only been the back part that didn't have glass oh my god um it's like being in the, a greenhouse yeah the venue did have air con but it wasn't turned on i of did course. advise it was turned on um everything was standing beautifully and i left I think my daughter was with me so she helped me um like uh, passed me all, all, everything that i needed um, and took photos, we left. I was ten minutes away, and they rang me to tell me that the models had fallen off the top. Uh, and, right well, they said we've not we've not touched them we've not been anywhere near them. and the reason that they fell, as far as I can see, so they went at the weakest point, which was between <clears throat> the shoes and the trousers, mm. the heat. It was Saracino, so the cocoa butter must have got hot. Okay. So the, maybe this process had started in the car on the way down because it was an hour, hour and a half, hour mm. and a bit journey to the venue, um, although the aircon was going, but it was still really hot. Um, anyway, I turn, I turn up. <laughs> they'd, they'd scoop them off off the floor. Great.
1: Both heads had fallen <laughs> off.
0: One one arm had fallen off. It just everything, you know when you stand there and go, Oh my goodness. So what did they, do they not have now? any
1: sort of like armature running through them? They had skewers running through them. So I don't understand how a leg has fallen off if there's a skewer
0: going through it. <laughs> no, it did. <laughs> so the skewer went through. So they were reattached onto a cake drum. Mm. So the skewer wasn't going into the cake drum. Went all the way through the models. I oh, okay, didn't okay. go into the cake drum because obviously okay. I built them on a dummy. I didn't want the dummy on the cake, but they've been standing on the cake drum for a few days, so they were solid. You okay, know, there was no. no if problems. I was doing them, I would have had that going through the board. Yeah, no, these weren't. And I've done it before. I've never had a problem. It's yeah. never been an issue. So anyway, because you've got to rectify these things, so, you know, there's a there's a wedding in an hour and a bit. So fortunately, I took um I'd taken all of the stuff down. I'd had Saracino coloured up the colour of his arm, weirdly, um, as a as a gunk already. <laughs> and um, so I put them back together and I had to skewer because the heat, it didn't matter what I did, there was no setting. No. Um, and they did finally turn the aircon on. Um but so I had to skewer them in three places Mm. (laughs) and I will will show you I think I did a pretty good job because I don't think that you would necessarily notice (laughs) they were being propped up or that they had fallen apart no I don't think you would actually (laughs) I think you have done a pretty good job at disguising it there. (laughs) So there was a skewer at the back and a skewer at the side. A few extra flowers. (laughs) Yeah. So So the skewers at the back, you couldn't see because obviously they're standing. Yeah. But I had to put a skewer at the front because it didn't matter which way, they wanted to lean in another direction. And okay. because she's standing in front of him, the natural thing was to start leaning forward. Once you've propped up the back, yeah. they want to start leaning forward. So fortunately, I had more hydrangeas mm. and the skewer was up the front. I stuck hydrangeas and just made it look like it went down Yeah, the thing. And I'm so pleased with how it ended up turning out. Mm. The, the catastrophe that was, there you go, there's the, there's the full cake with, um, I don't think it ruined it.
1: No, not at all, not at I'm, all.
0: I'm kind of, well. So what is your new uh, takeaway from that then? And my new takeaway from that is, um, well, potentially, a yes, uh, maybe use a thinner um, dummy and thread it straight through and leave that to go on the top first of all mm. um carry super glue because my my <laughs> friend uh, my friend she carries super glue everywhere in case her toppers fall apart oh, okay. never even thought about it because they're not edible you know they're not for yeah. eating so that that is going to be another one to put in my um into my box i mean there's not a great deal else that i can I've do got- I've got a couple of things. Go so, on, if
1: they're not edible, would you consider making them in clay as opposed to like some sort of modelling um, medium instead of sugar? Possibly, then yes. You're not going to have the melting elements. Or like a Fimo type.
0: Yeah, never used option. it,
1: but yeah, because if you're not, if they're not edible, and it's, if it's you're going to use go superglue on them, then why do you need to make them out of sugar?
0: Yeah. And I wouldn't until now. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: um if I was doing them the way you've done them, I think what I would have done is had a even if you're making the skewer, I think I would have had a wire wrapped around the skewer, which then you can drill a really little thin hole in the cake drum that you're using. The wire goes oh, I see through what you the made. drum and then bends at the bottom. I don't know you want two or three, so they can bend in different directions. Mm-hmm. And then you stick a really thin cake card to the bottom of the drum.
0: I can and only like see the problem with it. that is trying to, because obviously that goes up their leg, through their leg. So mm. unless you've got a thickish leg, that might be This wouldn't need to be thick wire. This would be like
1: 20-gauge floral wire, something like that.
0: Yeah, but that's still quite thick when you've got um, – her legs weren't that okay. thick. I think that would have been difficult. I get what you're saying, but I think I'd yeah. go get a thin um, polystyrene dummy okay, and do it on that so I know that the skewers just stab them straight through. Yeah, yeah. But as I said, I've never had a problem before, and co- in, in conjunction the with the thing- heat – the only thing you
1: need to be really careful of is if you have a thin polystyrene base, they are very top heavy. So you need to um, weight the bottom of the base. Well, like, well,
0: I mean, I guess that that could then go on a drum. So if it's yeah. thin, it's thin enough to take the skewer through. But then if you stick a drum on the base as yeah, well. I, w- I would be tempted
1: to add some sort of weight to the bottom of that. because yeah. I feel like Or even that, either that for or you
0: gunge it straight onto the top of the cake. Yeah, that's a card, true. gunge it yeah, onto yeah. the cake so it's not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. So there's lots of there's lots of or oh, there's a few options. Um, mm. but it's knowing whether you're gonna get that heat, isn't it? So yeah. Yeah. So that was lesson number two. <laughs> you could have like summer models can be can be play and yeah. <laughs> winter models can be sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god knows. So anyway. Um then what else did I have? Oh, uh, so that was June. I only had. oh, no, I had two in June. I had a lovely three-tier one with that, which had giraffe print down the front. Went really well. No problems. Boom, move on. Lovely. <laughs> that was, you know, and you think, oh, they Thank did this. <laughs> <laughs> so then July, I start with, I made this lovely, lovely cake that had really bright, vibrant um, flowers. Yeah. Wait, right, hang on a minute. Let me do... oh so hang on, just going back to the giraffe one. That was all fine, except I forgot how tall the cake was gonna be. So we had to have a little re-jig of um the stand. It was gonna be a hoop, but oh. we couldn't do we couldn't do hoop, we had to do a long one, but okay. That was that was all fine. That was incidental and not a problem and easily solved. Oh, that's beautiful though. So thank you. That one went to Heaver Castle. Did enjoy I like that, that one. Um then, uh, yes, yeah, those so, giraffe toppers bought, yes, they were, yes, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah, by that point, yeah, no. Um, so the then I modeling's really come along, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the next one was a really beautiful, bright, in fact, the um, photo doesn't do it justice because the colors are all, all wrong. And mm. i've got one that i can get a better color with i did Is have it went to be like play. a fuchsia pink and yeah try this one yeah. i did have a play with the colors but the window it's where the window was yeah. um anyway absolutely love doing this one because usually a lot of colors are um pastel and everything mm. but this one was really vibrant i like that did this stood perfectly no problems at all met the bride met the mum of the bride who was the one she gifted it um, okay. so it was her I was dealing with absolutely gorgeous went away and her mum rang me the following day or a couple of days later to say how lovely the cake was they really enjoyed it la, la, la. oh I didn't realise the flowers were edible, we've been munching on them <laughs> 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 oh, they're <laughs> good, yeah. says, well they're not edible because they've got wires in them oh Oh, what's gonna to happen to us? I'm like, well, nothing's gonna to happen to you particularly, but just be kept don't eat them. Just you know. Yeah, apparently they'd had like a little get family get together afterwards and they had been nibbling on the sugar flowers. I'm like, <laughs> why? So so that now I have on the bottom of all of my allergen list and everything in capital letters, do not eat the sugar flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Me thinking well, they're a keepsake, you know, they're a lovely yeah. keepsake. Anyway, nope, they were a tasty dessert <laughs> oh for goodness sake so anyway so that was <laughs> and then and then I did another cake which had a stencil around it um with um sugar flowers on and some numpty ear me um put the <laughs> I only way I can describe myself really um did the uh did the stenciling, I'd had to shimmer the the tear mm. and stenciling I'm trying to find like a f- straight on picture. I'm do you know what well, I'm really kind of letting myself in for all of these flaws. Um no, I don't I want to send you one that looks good and then I can send you oh, Dare I. Uh right, okay, so this is the cake that had the stenciling, uh, which was a bit of a challenge anyway. So I had to buy uh, an evil cake genius stencil because it was quite because it was deep it was six inches deep yeah stenciled it um put the flowers so I stacked it at home put the flowers so I knew where they were going to go so when I turned up you know everything's pre-done um and I just stack slot the flowers in job done yeah except after I'd started to put all the flowers on I realized that the front of the cake was actually the back of the cake <laughs> and that's where I'd finished the stencil oh, Sam. <laughs> I mean easily done this is what people but then I thought actually if I can't see it if I've completely missed it no one else is going to see it
1: yeah it's not that obvious it really isn't because it's no. not the focal point of the cake is
0: it no no unfortunately and anyway yeah <laughs> i just strategically wiggled the flowers around a little bit and but yeah i cannot believe that i did that but by this time you've put holes in the cake and you're like what do you yeah. do but again yeah i felt well if i didn't see it so note to self check the cake before <laughs> you start putting flowers on um then i had a really uh lovely it was a last minute um cake that came in um the couple were in Fulham, but they were coming round to Darenth to have their wedding reception. So that's kind of, must be like an hour drive round. So they put on a bus for their I would say for more than get. an
1: hour from Fulham to Darenth. Yeah, quite possibly. Definitely.
0: Yeah. So uh, so anyway, but it was cheaper to have a venue down here outside of the M25 than than where they were. Oh, God, yeah. So, uh, but she had a peanut allergy and I think because my son's got a peanut allergy, she kind of felt confident that I would do something that was going to be safe for her to eat. Yeah. It was absolutely beautiful cake. Absolutely loved making it. Um, however, but this one went absolutely fine um, until after. I was out. The um, They hired one of my stands and uh, the stand was returned. My son took it. And when I turned up home, I said, "Where's the box for it?" <laughs> no box. Mm. Um, so my, you know, part of my terms and conditions are on the hire of my stand, which I hire it out. If it's not returned in full, then you know you forfeit your deposit. Yeah, uh, which is fine and slightly gutting, really, because not because of the box, um, because she. Then I messaged her and said, can you check the venue's got, you know, the box? Nothing. I contacted the venue. They didn't have the box. I think they threw the box away, to be honest. Mm. Um, But nothing at all. And I've just been ghosted by her since, which is really sad because I would have bought a box and refunded what was left. Yeah. From the box. Um, But I can't get in touch with her. So, I've just sent you the cake. That was that one. Oh, that's lovely. Um, but it just shows you make sure your terms and conditions state everything. Yeah. Um, because then there was no, uh, you know, I didn't have any arguing or anything. She just didn't reply, which is sad. Mm. Um, so, then on to August, <laughs> which was my purchase of a big dehumidifier. Because when I put my cake together, it was uh, the flowers were still soft oh dear yeah I mean I didn't it didn't really cause me too many problems um only in that the uh dahlias that I'd made a few of the bits just kind of fell off
1: was this when it had been uh, raining a lot yeah yeah
0: yeah so was that was very, like damp and humid yes it was it was terrible um so that that Prompted me to go and splash out and buy a dehumidifier. Okay, um because I, I don't want. I don't want that anymore. Dehumidifier or dehydrator? A dehydrator. No. Okay. No. What's the difference?
1: Dehi- so de- dehumidifier <laughs> goes in your room and yes. it takes the moisture out of the
0: air. A dehydrator, you put things in. No, I've got. De- I've got both. Okay. <laughs> it was a dehumidifier that okay. I bought, so that is currently your washing will dry nice and fast now. Well, yes, but the thing is it does chuck out warm air afterwards, so actually upstairs in our house is really nice and warm uh, because you need that on a day like today. But the humidity, so I'd purchased two – I'll send you over a picture, actually. Uh, This is currently what this is saying in my house. Um, There we go. I just got these off of Amazon. I think they were about six or seven quid, but the okay. humidity is sixty-eight percent, which is quite quite oh, normal for the UK in the N- summer. Not in here. No, it's been at uh, fifty, fifty-two in my house. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. So when I when it gets up to sixty, you like this? I've put the dehumidifier on upstairs. Okay. Um. Even though it's got a smiley face and says okay, it's like not for sugar flowers. Yeah. Huh. Um.
1: Yeah, well, I used to have a dehumidifier in my flat because my flat was very damp. Like, yeah. literally, there'd be mold if you didn't. Yes. Have
0: one. Yeah. Well, um, but I have I have dried washing out with this since, and it's brilliant. It's for actually, dry washing, is really good. But yeah. Mine
1: used to, I had the cheapest like one from Argos. It was like the Challenge brand one. It would cost about one hundred and fifty quid. Yeah. Like the cheapest big heavy duty thing. You yeah. In the hallway, and it would. Take out of the air a, how big was the tank? I feel like the tank was like six or eight litres of water.
0: Right. Yes, mine's at eight litres. Yeah, I mean right. eight litres then. And it would do that at least twice a day. Yep, that's what's happened in the, in here. Yeah. Yeah, easily twice a day. You empty uh, it like two to three times a day. Get up in the morning, empty it, empty it before you go to bed, yep. empty it when you come home, yeah. It's quite striking actually how much water is taken out of the air yeah um so yes and then so my last cake that I've done which was when I came back from holiday was went really well I loved making this cake actually it's got such a nice story to it um with the so the the couple are already married they live in Japan he's Japanese she's English yeah um they came over here for a ceremony um and the Japanese cherry blossom are t- is at the top to represent him. The English roses are to represent her. And then the big sash at the bottom is to represent the mountain. And I think it's where they got engaged, or it's Aww. it's behind the backdrop behind them. So it's very significant to them. So yeah. everything on that cake has a meaning. That's nice. Um and I really, really enjoyed making that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then I've got three more to do now, Okay. um, which my next one's quite interesting, but I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll wait till next time. Yeah. Um. (laughs) And that's that's the story of my, that's my roundup of wedding season um, and things that that went wrong. (laughs) I don't think that's too bad. I don't think it's too bad, but I just, I just like to go in and I like to put notes Of whether it went really well and everything. Like even from working with the venue, what they were like, what the staff were like, um, what the couple were like and how easy it was to work with them, what some of the suppliers were like. And then I know because if it comes up again or whatever, I can just, you know, I'm gonna put a sheet together with all of that and tweak anything's anything that I need to tweak.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah. That's it. I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> well, thank you very much for sharing. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be something well, useful for people listening. <laughs> well, I hope so. I hope it's, you know, if people can go back and like change things before they happen,
1: you know, yeah. based
0: on what other people's experiences are, I think that's really helpful. You know, what's the point in keeping it to yourself if you can help someone you know, exactly. not make not make those mistakes or make life a little bit easier. Exactly. Yeah. So that's it. Exactly. <laughs> and now I've got to say thank you very much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on the usual place. I'm not doing ones to watch. Then. Oh God, I forgot about those. <laughs> oh blimey, I haven't even got one to watch. Have you got one to watch? Yes. Oh okay. Well, you would have. <laughs> I probably had one. It was the only thing I prepared. <laughs> oh, oh well, 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 you might have to skip me this week. <laughs> okay. Go on okay, then. We'll just do mine then. Okay, okay do so your one to
1: watch. I'm rubbish. My one to watch this month is on Instagram, rosecake1524. So that's rosecake, R-O-S-E-C-A-K-E, and then the numbers 1524. And this is the Art Flower Cake. Um, I have been unable to find out this lady's name. I think it might be Rose, but I'm not 100%. And I also believe that she is in Seoul, South Korea, but that may also be wrong. Um, I've had to look at a lot of different posts in different places because all the pictures are of are lovely cakes. There's not a lot of pictures with her and the ones that have got her in it don't really mention who she is. Wow. Um, everywhere it just says Rose Cake. So who knows? They're beautiful. these are buttercream cakes with palette knife (sighs) flowers on them. But I really like how they're presented. So they're presented a bit different in that the buttercream base that they're on also has design in it. So I really like how on the front Mm. of the tall... It's like a
0: picture, um, isn't it?
1: Yeah, like the tall single-tiered cakes. At the front, if she's done a sort of a wreath of palette knives... The center of the wreath is a different color on the background of the cake. So it'll be like a peach cake with a paler peach or a white circle. Mm. And then around the edge of that are the palette knife. It's beautiful. Flowers. So it gives it a really like a real focal point.
0: Yeah. It's like framing
1: again. Honestly, I think
0: framing is so key. Yeah, it
1: frames it absolutely beautifully. And she does it on all different shapes of cake. But they're not all like that. Some of them are more of an all over sort of print, Hmm. uh, which looks a bit like fabric. But the buttercream flowers on these are just incredible. They're all (laughs) palette knife ones. And she's done some really lovely ones where she's done a mixture of palette knife flowers and sort of etching out stems. So there's some bits that go in and some bits that stick out. There's some lovely miniature cakes with big blooms on them that just look gorgeous, Um, like the fanciest of tea cakes. There's some really, really lovely... I'm actually blown away by her work. Yeah, square flat cakes. So you just bake a normal square cake in a tin, chop the top off, cover it in buttercream, and then she's done the top of it in the buttercream flowers, and I think they look stunning. They are. For what's essentially a simple cake, they look amazing and I kind of almost prefer them to the pillared ones I'm not like the, the yeah, yeah. cake. cakes I don't know I think they look gorgeous and then if you scroll down a bit more uh, there's some where the focus instead of being a circle is more like a band that goes around the cake so you've got a stripe of different cut a paler color in the middle and then breaking up those two colors is a string of these buttercream flowers and wow. then one of my favourite things quite far down is a little Christmas tree shaped one that she's done, which I just think is just so cute. Oh, I haven't
0: seen that one yet. Hold on.
1: It's a green cone shape with a tiny little star on the top and then a load of tiny little buttercream leaves. And it just looks Oh wow. Really cute. <sighs> There's two right next to each other. So there's one with the leaves that go up and then the (gasps) post next to it has got little leaves that come down. I think I prefer the leaves that come down because that one's got berries on it and I love a berry. Yeah. But the picture before (sighs) is what it looked like. If you swipe swipe on that one, there's a picture of what it looks like before it's been decorated and then after. Oh, wow. Honestly, they're just so well framed. It is the framing of the picture by... Using the background as well as the foreground. And I haven't really seen many people that do that on their buttercream flowers. I just think it makes all yeah. the difference.
0: Wow. Is it all I can say?
1: Yeah, it's, it's made me amazing. want to learn. It's made me want to learn buttercream flowers.
0: Yes, Whether that would or you Do you know what she's actually know. got a thing in there which, picture, which blah, pictures that say "student work." So
1: yeah, so she does classes, and she's done a class in London before. Has she? Because there's a lady called Kezorn Cakery who's had her over. Right. And I was looking through all their pictures, and they don't refer to her by name once. It just says Rose Cake. Oh <laughs> so, no. Uh, but that was in London. So she has some classes over here. Oh my um, life! Well, if you hear of her coming over again, let me know.
0: I yeah, might be I think she for would that. do.
1: Um, she's also got a link in her bio to her WeChat. Um, so I'm not on WeChat, so I can't really, No, I can't really tell you more about that, but she runs the, oh God, what's it called? Sorry, Global Flower Design Association Chairman. Okay. So she has got a... An association called the other word to use a uh, global flower design association which is for sort of floral buttercreams essentially oh cool mm. uh, most of her posts are in korean but you just tap if you can't read korean just tap the see translation button and you can make sense of most of it um, she's got close-ups of her tools so you can see the sorts of things that she uses it looks like she might have her own range of tools Because they've got little pink handles and I'm sure I saw one of them that had the name of her business on it. So either she's had them personalised with her business or she sells them. I presume it would be the latter. I don't know why you'd personalise your own tools and not sell them. If you're this good and have like 115,000 followers. Um,
0: Wow.
1: Or 118,000. So, yeah, she may well have her own range of tools as well. But I'm not 100%.
0: Wow, because I can't read Korean. No, but they're amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Sorry, that was Rose Cake One Five Two Four. Perfect. Um, do you know what? I was already following her. Weirdly, ah, <laughs> just the trouble is, you follow so many people. It, it, Instagram selects, doesn't it, who you actually see? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's a bit naff, really.
1: Um, someone's commented on her post saying, "Can we order these?" And she said the release is being delayed. They will go on sale from the beginning of August. So it looks like maybe those tools are coming
0: out soon. I'm back. Oh my back. You are. Oh goodness gracious. Okay. Right, okay. So now I can finish, can't I? You can. <laughs> go for it thank you everyone for listening to us again this month um it's a little bit hot here so i'm gonna go and cool down now um but you can find us on spotify and all the usual places that you listen to your podcasts please give us a review if you happen to or want to choose to or send us an email or something to say how wonderful we are (laughs) Uh, you
1: can follow us online at the sugarcraft junkies where we'll be posting pictures of the cakes that Sam's been sending me (laughs) during this episode of The Little Explanation to refresh your memory as to which is which. Um, We are also on TikTok. I will probably do a little video on there as well. we? We have an account.
0: Do we? Mm. That's amazing. I have an account as well, but hey ho. Yeah.
1: Hmm. So uh we'll get something up on there. I think sure. it's really going to be like one post per episode, which is a bit
0: <laughs> short and sweet if you don't have the patience to wait. That's like... better than I'm doing. So yeah. go. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, and we'll be back on the 11th of October with wow. So we will speak to you then. Awesome. See you later. Bye. Bye.